or lease in the morning. Welcome, B-Movie fans, to one of our editions of Hypothetical Movies. I'm Corey. I'm Paul. Phantom Dark Dave. So this week, we're going to be talking about a hypothetical movie where Bruce Willis and Bruce Lee team up as buddy cops and have to solve a mystery. The dynamic duo. I mean, it's Bruce and Bruce. Bruce and Bruce. Oh, yeah. The Bruce and Bruce buddy cop film. So, you know, it's pretty pretty simple. I think, you know, Bruce and Bruce both work in the same precinct and... uh, or you know what? May, maybe one of them gets transferred from from their old precinct. You know, just just because you know it's Bruce Willis's you know most notable role. We're just gonna say that that this is Bruce as is Bruce basically. So wait, so this is just like Bruce Willis as if like every movie he's been in and every game he's been in is just his regular life, and he's just been playing Bruce Willis the whole time. Indeed. All right, and I'm guessing the same with Bruce Lee. It, yeah, he's he's just Bruce Lee, martial yeah. martial arts master. Yeah, he he's basically his movies basically are his real life. So as is typical, you know they they get called out, you know on on this or that, and uh, they stumble upon some some evil secret society that that works underneath the city. Because where where else would evil secret societies work? And so. You know, they're told, you know, stay, stay clear of that, Bruce and Bruce. You don't know what you're getting yourselves into. Because, of course, the chief's in on it. And, you know, them being the good, kind-hearted buddy cops that they are, are like, nah, nah, we're, we're, we're going to check this shit out. So, you know, they, they hit the streets. And they, they go and they, you know, pound out their informants. And uh, I think that came out a little wrong. But they, uh, it's that they, kind of movie now. <laughs> <laughs> they get some information from their informants and um, stumble upon the secret laboratory. Now, this is where shit starts getting real. Because these evil experimenters, well, we don't know who they are yet. But we know that we have to go deeper, deeper into this fortress to find out. So, Are we still pounding? We're pounding the ground now. Okay. So, we come through to the first, you know, room, and it opens up. And it's this this big, you know, like, furnace room kind of place. And out steps Yuri Komarov from A Good Day to Die Hard with a fucking hammer and sickle. The incarnation of communism. and, And Bruce Willis is like, I killed you, motherfucker. And, uh, you know, Bruce Lee's like, and, you know, then one line throughout the movie, you know, you know, Bruce Willis just like just starts shooting him and and Yuri just starts to laugh this deep, maniacal laugh. And oh, shit, he's back from the dead. Now, all I'm thinking of since we have two different Bruce's, of course, I think Bruce Wayne. And if it took place in that world, then they have the Lazarus bit. So. You know, I'm, or am I just adding too many Bruce's now? I mean, I mean, it could make sense, you know. Bruce Apocalypse and Bruce Campbell comes out of nowhere <laughs> and just starts um, sawing people in half. So we we've gone to Bruce Apocalypse. Is that is that what this is? Looks like it. We've evolved into the Bruce Apocalypse. 
So <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking of Bruce the shark from Finding Nemo. There you go. So you know Br- Bruce and he's giving counseling to um, I don't know some other Bruce. So I mean, basically <laughs> Bruce Willis just is is the distraction, and Bruce Lee just kind of goes up and like gives gives him a kick or throws him in some kind of hold and insta you know, kill. You know, just, like destroys him, and, and Bruce Willis is like, wait, wait, what? Like. Like how'd you do that? And they get their little, you know, like like banter going on, like buddy cops do. Like, oh, normally this is a lot harder than um, than it was. And then then they search him and they find a key. And they're like, oh, this this must be important. So we're gonna take it with us. So they continue deeper, deeper into the labyrinth. And then, you know, they they find they come to a locked room and they're like, oh, we 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 gotta use this key. This this is probably the key for this room. So they go in. And. It's a room filled with computer servers. And out steps none other than Thomas Gabriel from Live Free or Die Hard. And he's no longer, you know, this weasley little human. He's a cyborg. And he's got fucking laser eyes and mechanical arms. And he's super strong. It's only a matter of time. So, of course, you know, this time, you know, Bruce Lee, you know, runs up, starts, you know, Punching, kicking, and dodging, and, and trying all his shit. Bruce but this Lee's this stuff. guy's made out of metal. Bruce Lee's made out of flesh. He he just he can't make a dent. So Bruce Willis, being you know the cunning, ingenious action hero that he is, you know underdog and all that, is like, wait, we're in a room full of electrical stuff. So he sets off the fire alarm because you know every evil scientist lair has a fire alarm, and these evil scientists are of course idiots. So the room gets wet, and guess what? The cyborg isn't waterproof. <laughs> oh, no. Who would have known? So I kind of feel like that's the main conflict between the two is Bruce Lee just kind of goes in, starts beating people up, and Bruce Willis is like, well, I know I'm not invincible, so, you know, you got to strategize. And he's all, you know, Bruce, you know, we have to we have to do this smart. We have to approach this from an intelligent point of view. And Bruce Lee's just like, wah! And it's like... That's their conflict. What's the subtitle for Wah? It's, um, um, no, I shall do this my way. I am Bruce Lee. <laughs> so Drink Pepsi. <laughs> I, I believe he was a Coke Coke supporter. Oh, even better. I like Coke, but the ice gets stuck in the nose. Alright. So so then, you know, we we, we find a key card. Because you know keys aren't aren't as sophisticated as key cards, and you know being a cyborg, we, we must have had something a little more sophisticated. So we find a key card, and we go deeper, deeper into this chasm. And uh, you know we're, we're we're gonna skip a movie, but we'll come back to that. And we we come into this movie or this this yeah we come into this movie, we come into this room, and it's it's a very plain room, like nothing's around. And they look in the corner. And and there, dead in the corner, is Dennis Franz. And they're like, what the fuck is Dennis Franz doing down here? Why, why is he dead? And then out of nowhere comes comes Colonel Stewart, the villain from Die Hard 2, Die Harder. And, you know, he was, he was an, you know, some kind of military person, you know, going rogue in the movie. And they were wearing their camouflage stuff. And, and he now, you know, after being resurrected from the dead, has the power of camouflage. So I just how how do they get out of this one? Just I just I I don't know. Give give me some help here. 
Um, but I'd like to think at this point, wait, is this toward the end of the movie or? Well, this is, this is room like four out of, what, what was it? Four out of, four out of six. Okay. So they can't have like some big revelation of understanding each other yet. They're still like arguing about, um, actually, no, this would be a good time where I guess Bruce like does something. Oh, which, Bruce, which Bruce? Yeah, Bruce Lee. He learns from, from Bruce Willis's lessons of planning ahead so i don't know maybe he took like um who's the cyborg guy again uh the cyborg guy was thomas gabriel yeah maybe he took um like one of his robot arms after uh, without bruce willis knowing and used that as a shield to block against any um weaponry and bruce bruce willis is like ah you listen to me after all and they have a moment because bruce lee is like wah which translates to yes my friend I have learned from your example. And then Bruce Lee, I mean, Bruce Willis comes and just punches the guy in the face and says, I also learned from you, my friend. Sounds kind of epic. So, 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 we have so. The, we have the role reversal. We've got, we've got Bruce Lee, you know, on, on, on the, uh, on the thinking end, you know, and, and being the distraction and Bruce Willis just comes up and just, just bam, protects the guy in the face when he shows himself. Sometimes he's got to punch a guy in the face. Man, I mean that's that's pretty good. If he did like the one inch punch thing that Bruce Lee was well known for, now that would be pretty awesome. But he needs a lot of training for that. Or maybe it turns out he's like some kind of chosen one, and he can pull off all Bruce Lee's moves just magically. So, you know, on on this guy, they find a scrap of paper with with a code on it. You know, must must be a code for something. So they take that with them. So they they journey deeper into this maze. And uh, eventually, they they you know of course come to a room with a keypad. Oh, let's let's try punching in that code. So they punch in the code, and they come into this room, and there's fucking like bubbling vials and like old school laboratory shit looking, and uh, you got you got this big skylight and this this table, and, and they're like, dude, didn't we just like travel like five stories underground? Why the fuck's there a skylight here? And uh, Bruce Lee's like, whoa, which, you know, translates to, my friend, this defies all laws of physics known to man. And Gives so, him a big, long physics lesson in that one. Wah! And so they, um, you know, they're walking through this room. All of a sudden, the ceiling opens up, and lightning strikes the table. And up gets none other than, okay, just, just a moment here. We, we did miss a movie, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Villain, Simon Gruber. Now, we're at the last, last room of, of the Die Hard villain, so this must be Hans Gruber. Well, when Hans Gruber was dropped off of the Nakatomi Plaza, there was not enough left of him to resurrect. Transversely, when Simon Gruber was exploded, there was not enough of him left. But there was enough of both of them to combine into the ultimate Bruce Willis villain, the Franken Gruber. So the up from the table Gruber. rises the Franken Gruber. The best and the worst of both the Gruber brothers. Ultimate Gruber. So what does um Franken Gruber do? Like he's got um let's see, I'm trying to think of like elements that each Gruber brother had. Um Cunning. Yeah, I guess they were cutting. Devious. Um, do they pretend to be um, have southern accents? 
attacks at Christmas time. No, please go. don't kill me. They're like throwing Christmas stars at um, the Bruce's. <laughs> Here, have a cigarette. Gruber was originally the Gerber baby. And then they've got, you know, they've got electrical power, so they're shooting, like, elec- electricity out of their fingertips and shit. Smacking them with fish. With fish. <laughs> and they got these, these rich accents from, you know, European countries. Well, how do they defeat, like, the ultimate Gruber? That's, you know, it, it, they can only do it through one thing, Paul. Teamwork. Exactly. Because yeah. what, what does every buddy cop film need? It needs teamwork. They've learned from each other. They play off each other. And they know you know, what they need to do. Oh, yeah. So I guess Bruce Lee would... Well, he's got the robot arm, and he's also... At this point, he's just waiting to punch somebody because Bruce Willis got the last punch. So um, I, I think Bruce Willis would do the distracting in this one. While, um, yeah, well, Bruce, does he use chopsticks? Maybe, maybe there happen to be like a chop. Maybe, um, there happen to be some, or like Bruce's car- Bruce Lee was carrying him with him at all times because he can kill somebody with chopsticks. They're a weapon in his hands, so he takes them and I don't know. He throws them up at the ceiling and it knocks some. Um, I don't know some kind of. Wait, no, there, there's no ceiling because it was light. Uh, there, 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 was, there was the, the open ceiling yeah. to, to the outside. Now I remember. Okay, he throws it really hard and he hits something and it has to knock something else over. And then, it, I don't know. So it, it like Rube Goldberg's something. Exactly. To, like, to, to, to the dismay of the Gruber brothers and, and brings them to their, their demise. Well, then, like, as they're... It, it somehow causes an explosion because there has to be an explosion. And... While they're trying to escape, Bruce Lee comes in with his robot arm and goes, Wow! Which means, I shall avenge my fallen brethren. Because apparently he's got some kind of past with these guys. And so he knocks them into the explosion as the other two Bruces, ex- as it's the two Bruces escape. Bruce squared. Exactly. Now, just, just for clarification, only one Gruber brother had something to do with Christmas. That was Hans. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Gruber, that that was done during uh, during the spring or summertime because it was not cold outside. I know this because you know Samuel L. Jackson was not wearing a winter coat during the movie. Um, so so it is. So the, one's Christmas, one's Arbor Day. So he's I don't know throwing like around that Arbor Day. <laughs> I don't even know when Arbor Day is. I'm just assuming it's in the summer. It's about a tree. Yep, he's just throwing like ah. logs. Maybe they're in a logging factory. Di- Die Hard stopped being a Christmas Christmas franchise after the second movie. Um, just Die Hard and Die Hard Two, Die Harder take place on Christmas or Christmas Eve or at a Christmas party. But Hans Gruber is like. The spirit of Christmas, like death, so he's just throwing Christmas stars at him, anyways. <laughs> he carries them on him at all times. So, so they, they need to make a new Die Hard movie where uh, Bruce Willis goes Black Friday shopping, <laughs> and then of course somebody tries to blow up that building. It's meant to be. No, not the mall. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not a, Walmart. Be a crossover with which mall to some people is though. the mall. <laughs> So, 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 at what point does like uh, Tracy Morgan show up? <laughs> like we were in Cop Out together. <laughs> That's what Paul, Paul was talking about. That he was, 
He's like, oh, wasn't he in that, you know, movie Cop Out? Didn't Kevin Smith make Cop Out? Yeah, it was. I really thought I was going to hate it, and I was guilty for liking it. I mean, it was just enjoyable. It was funny, you know. I don't think I've ever seen the entire film. Like, I've seen parts of it. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like getting into this right now. But It's filled of a lot of ridiculousness, but in a good way. That's always fun. You can't take it serious, though, you know. So... They, they've they've defeated the Frankengruber, and they they make their way you know through to the next room, and this this room is just filled with with all the evidence they could ever want or need. Like that's all it is. No bad guys. No nothing. Just like like yeah, we we solved the case. We're 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 gonna we're gonna do this. They just stopped all terrorism everywhere. And the, and then they're like, oh look, look, check out that sign. And Bruce Lee goes, Whoa! and the subtitle says. Exit to surface. Oh well, that's that's convenient. So uh, so they get they, they they download all the evidence onto a floppy disk, and uh, they head over to their you know express elevator to the surface, which is like a fucking helicopter, you know, got goddamn sized elevator. So you, you know that spells disaster. Oh yeah. So they get on and they hit the button, and just as the door is closing, or the gate or whatever. A giant hand grabs it and pushes it back open. Plot twist. And onto the elevator pad steps Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Chuck Norris. And they all, they all just stand there staring at each other until the elevator closes and starts to ascend. Now at this point, the fight, the fight splits up into two. Because what Bruce Willis movie is a Bruce Willis movie without Bruce Willis fighting someone who is, like, twice his size? So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar takes on Chuck Norris. Or not, not Chuck Norris. That, that would make no sense. They take, he takes on Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. And, and Bruce Lee uh, and Chuck Norris and, have their epic rematch. It, exactly. Because, you know, Ch- Chuck's got to prove that, you know, Bruce Lee can't, can't be the one. To, to claim all that credit. And, you know, it just by happenstance, Chuck Norris and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were not there as evil scientists. They were making their own buddy cop film. <laughs> Only an evil buddy cop film. A crooked buddy <laughs> cop film. But they still decide to, you know, wage battle anyway. Yep. They have no, like, motivation for any of this. They're just like, you know what? We're the better buddy cop film because we're, we're, we're the crooked cops, like... That's what we're doing now. You, you goody two shoes uh, aren't going to get all the was, credit for this. You know, <laughs> I was going to say Kareem was mad he he wasn't in Expendables. <laughs> He's getting his. Um, maybe this is like Expendables, like I don't know, four or five or whatever. Is is Kareem Abdul Jabbar still alive? I think so. I, I thought he was. I mean, Bruce Lee isn't so. Well, yeah, yeah we um, still make this work. I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they're alive or dead, as far as the, Don't the hypothetical the la- movie we, we goes. Hypothetically, they're alive. Yeah. Plus, we brought back like half the villains from um, from Die Hard, anyways. Well, more than half of them. So, and Alan Rickman's dead. So, I mean, we're we're not really going by reality. Yeah, but I just I just want to know if he was if he would have been mad that he wasn't in the Expendables, like. Well, I, yeah, yeah, was yeah, I can't say for sure, but I'm willing to bet he's still around. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's 69 years old. Oh. It's not even that old. Yeah, he, I mean, he could still. Oh, look probably, at him, still going. He he exactly. could still probably beat the shit out of uh, 
Bruce Willis in a Bruce Willis movie, but I mean, so that's, he, that's oh, the whole yeah. point. Until the end. So he met up with Chuck Norris and decided that, and said, hey, why wasn't I in The Expendables? And he goes, don't worry, we'll make a buddy cop film together, man. Only the plot twist is we're crooked cops, but also buddy cops. And then it just so happened that Bruce Lee and Bruce Willis were making their own buddy cop film. They're like, no, we can't have any of this. They're not going to take our, our screen time again. So now there's this epic fight. And, you know, through sheer dumb luck and happenstance, you know, Bruce Willis ends up overcoming Kareem Abdul-Jabbar by, like, hitting him with a basketball and pushing him off of the fucking elevator. And then... Uh, yeah, there'd be a basketball involved somehow. And then, uh, you know, Chuck Norris and, and Bruce Lee are, you know, locked... Locked hand and oh, hand. Oh, wait, wait. Arm I, I know how, how he defeated um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How? It, he, they, he challenges him to a basketball game of death. But little did he know that because it's Bruce Willis and as it, this basketball was actually an explosive. So he threw it at him and he exploded. And so he, he tries to rush to the aid of, of Bruce Willis and... and uh, uh, yeah, Bruce Willis rushes to the aid of Bruce Lee. Too many Bruce's, just just so so Bruceified. Chuck Norris is using his magical Chuck Bruce-ified. Norris powers. You know, Ch- Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee—they're they're locked hand in hand, arm arm in arm, yeah, hair to hair, <laughs> and uh, beard to not beard. <laughs> and so, Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee end up breaking each other. And, and half hmm. the universe with them. <laughs> and, and, you know, Chuck, Chuck Norris is down. Oh, keep going. Down for the count. And, and Bruce Willis is like, no! And he, he, like, picks up picks up Bruce Lee and cradles him in his arms, and he starts to cry. Meanwhile, the space-time continuum is tearing because Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris collided again in the fated destiny of um, some kind of prophecy. And then, then they, they rise to the surface. And, you know, as they rise to the surface, you can see that the sun is coming up. And, and the, the sun that is coming up catches, catches a glimmer of Bruce Willis's tear as it drops onto his dear friend Bruce Lee. And it brings him back to life! Of course, because everyone else is Yay! Because, you know, movie tears, they're magical. And this is this is his buddy. And Bruce Willis says, "I thought I lost you forever." And Bruce Lee says, "Wow." No, friend, you shall never lose me because I am your friend, and friends are forever. Beautiful moment. And there we end, Bruce and Bruce, a buddy cop film. I, I would totally watch that film. I guess if, if for no other reason, the fact to watch a Bruce Lee film after Bruce Lee passed away, like, over ten years ago. I mean, a, a, bun- a bunch of people starred in yeah. Tales from the Crypt episodes after they were dead. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy from... Um, the guy who played Dracula. Bella Lugosi? Yeah, Bella Lugosi was in um, Plan hmm. 9 from Outer Space after he died, so I guess it's possible. You, you you have any any other thoughts on the matter, Dave? 
I think you guys did a pretty good job with that. I, I just got to sit back and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure how some of those parts were going to come together, but I, I think we created a pretty cohesive um, buddy cop film with Bruce Lee and Bruce Willis. Buddy cop film, yeah. Bruce Lee, Bruce Willis, you know, your typical bad anime cop, series. Bad cop, bad cop. Badass cop. Truckin I wish cops. Bruce Lee had been in more horror movies. Yeah, that would be awesome. Imagine Bruce Lee, like, in... I don't know, some kind of horror film. Fighting the devil. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'd watch that. Oh. Alright, so I guess we have our plot. Basically, the two Bruces end up in the same um, in the same police force. Um, they pound a few villains, and then they find a key or something like that, and... Yeah, they fight a bunch and, of guys. And they solve the crime. And they solve the crime, and they fight Chuck Norris and Abdul J- uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And then he comes back because why not? And then there's a basketball game of death. <laughs> and there you have it Bruce and Bruce, a buddy cop film. Rated PG 13. Opens this summer. <laughs> I don't want to make this cool. I'm seeing the wrong guy.